welcome to StockTwits After Hours, where we provide a quick rundown of the day's market action from the folks at StockTwits, the largest community of investors in the universe. Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to StockTwits After Hours. I'm your host, Riley Rosenberger, alongside head trader at Trading Experts, Shake Prisby. Shake, today is Wednesday, May 5th. The major indices finished mixed on this Cinco de Mayo. Where do we see the markets move today? Really back and forth there. We saw stocks gap up this morning and close lower right about where we closed yesterday. Energy was by far the strongest sector as it ripped over 3% today. Other than that, sectors were mixed without any big time outliers. We still saw that weakness in tech compared to the rest of the market. But some interesting data came out regarding hedge funds as for the fifth straight week, they were net sellers. We're seeing extreme selling out of the biggest funds with their equity holdings at record lows as retail investors were net buyers for a 10th straight week. Time will tell who the winner is here in the ongoing hedgy versus retail feud. Peloton plopped 14.5% after the company recalled every single treadmill. The stock is down over 50% from its January all-time high and closed today at its lowest price since September 16th. Will Peloton continue to ride lower? Man, it does seem that way. So back on April 18th, the Consumer Product Safety Commission, or the CPSC as we'll refer to them, reached out to Peloton and issued an urgent warning to recall their treadmills after there were 39 injuries and even one child who sadly passed away. There have been multiple reports of children becoming entrapped, pinned, and pulled under the $4,300 device. So the CPSC issued the urgent warning. Surprisingly, Peloton fought back and refused to recall the treadmills as they claimed the CPSC was inaccurate and misleading in their statements. This is after the child died, mind you. Well, in the past two weeks, the injuries kept racking up. We're up to 70 at this point, which led to Peloton finally recalling all 125,000 treadmills in the market and eventually apologizing for that initial fight back. This is obviously terrible news for the company, along with those involved. Peloton's offering refunds to all customers who purchased. From an economic standpoint, point. It should only be about 10% of their revenue this year. It definitely still hurts the bottom line. They have earnings tomorrow, though. We'll get a better idea of how much this will really affect business. Awful story, though, no matter how you look at it. Shake, we're still in the heart of earnings season. More than 300 companies reported numbers today alone. Let's review a few of those notable names. We'll start with Etsy. This was a strong lockdown stock, but did it continue to see growth? So what we're seeing out of Etsy, we're largely seeing out of all these stocks that were huge benefits of the lockdown. They had solid numbers. Revenue is up 141% year over year, but they're guiding lower as they don't believe the pandemic growth is sustainable. They're looking for 15 to 25% growth next quarter, but this is the same story we've heard from other lockdown stocks like Teladoc, the telemedicine company, Zoom Video, and Pinterest, where they're seeing user growth slow as we look ahead to life out of the pandemic. So Zoom is now 50% off its pandemic highs. Same with Teladoc, while Etsy and Pinterest are off about 25% from their highs. Very similar reports in all these lockdown stocks. Next, let's look at Uber. Yesterday, we talked about its rideshare rival Lyft. How did Uber's quarter come out? Uber is slightly down after hours after revenues fell below expectations. Back in February in the UK, a judge ruled in the favor of drivers to be reclassified as employees in the driver dispute, whether they're seen as contractors or employees. They're facing some steep fines over that ruling as they're granting 70,000 UK drivers as workers. We heard about this recently in California. It was called Prop 22, where voters elected to have gig workers still be considered contractors. But overall, some good, some bad in this report. Gross bookings were up 24% year over year to all-time highs. Active customers just missed expectations of 100 million with 98 million users on the platform. This is the closest the company's been to profitability, and they do expect to hit it at some point this year. 
Uber Eats has been their shining star, brought in $1.7 billion with 230% growth year over year. But the delivery gross bookings year over year comparisons will continuously get tougher as they continue to face forecasting uncertainty meaning they're not sure if they'll see the same demand when we're past the pandemic. So overall, a mixed report out of Uber. The stock's falling after hours. They continue to face headline risk and the ongoing debate over whether drivers should be seen as independent contractors or company employees. PayPal also posted numbers after the close, and the stock is up after hours. How do the numbers look for this payment processor? Big, big, big beat for PayPal. Beat on the top and bottom line as they reported the best quarter in company history, along with raising full-year guidance. Revenue grew 30% to about $6 billion. Total payment volume grew 50%, along with adding 14.5 million new active accounts, bringing their active user base to $392 million. They didn't give us any info regarding the numbers surrounding their new crypto offerings. That's expected to be in their earnings call at 5. We got to get this pod out. I'm sorry. But shares are about 4% higher in after-hours trading following that stellar report. Rocket Companies, the mortgage company, became a social media star after its epic one-day short squeeze. The stock soared 71% in a single session, only to give back those gains the following day. Today, the company released its first earnings report since the rowdy rip and dip. Is Rocket getting ready to take off? Yeah, take off. Take off with the birds down south, maybe. Shares of Rocket are plunging lower, down around 11% as we speak. They had great growth with revenues up 91% in the past year. The problem is they had such lofty expectations coming into this report, and they flat out missed on all these metrics. With mortgage rates rising along with home sales beginning to slow, it seems the street wanted to see bigger growth here. They guided lower for the full year, and it caused the stock to just sell off after hours on the back of this report. Shake, that's a wrap for Wednesday. Coming up, we'll see numbers from Penn National, Square, and Roku. But we'll be back tomorrow after hours. Sounds good. You've been listening to Stock Twits After Hours. To learn more and subscribe today, visit StockTwits.com. All opinions expressed by the host and podcast guests are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinions of StockTwits or their affiliates. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a recommendation to buy or sell any security. The podcast is also not a research report and is not intended for the basis of any investment decision. Guests may maintain positions and securities discussed in this podcast.